This is the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. Join Paul as he chats with today's green industry experts and leaders about how to build a successful business and live a purposeful life. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Well, a warm welcome from the beautiful state of Georgia. Joined on the podcast today from Louisiana is Blaine Dennison. What is up, Blaine? What's up, Paul? How's it going, man? Well, it's good, although I kind of lost my voice yesterday screaming at the Ohio State-Michigan game. I'm a big Ohio State <laughs> fan. They're five-and-a-half-point yeah. underdogs at home against the team up north, and Ohio State crushed them. I went crazy for four-and-a-half hours, and I lost my voice. So kind of a little under the weather today, but I'm really excited to get to know you a little bit more on the show today. Right. Are you a uh, college football fan? or? Um, not, not, I follow LSU uh, very, very little. And this, this, this season, I, I, I should be ashamed of myself. I haven't watched almost any football. At all, not even the New Orleans Saints. I know everybody's gonna be like, "Oh," but uh, you know, I catch the highlights after, catch up and see what's going on, and that's it, man. I've been been busy working, and it's just been hard to watch any football or any sports for that man. Yeah, well, you're a busy man. You got a wife, four kids, a business. Yep, yep, yeah, and that's that's the main thing. You know, I'm always busy with kids. You know, work, all, you know, obviously is uh, really time consuming, and then uh, you got to make time for the family and other things in your life. You know. Yeah. Blaine and I got to uh, meet in person up at the um, Echo Means Business event, the UAG event up in uh, Illinois uh, last week. Well, it was about two weeks ago, I guess. And uh, I'm still buzzing from that. It was a great experience, wasn't it? Yeah, it sure was. I'm actually still a little bit uh, excited about it, too. You know, still going through video footage and pictures and things like that, man. And being on social media, it's just it's, it's kind of overwhelming for me. Yeah. So how, how you just applied and, and you were pumped when they called you and told you got you got selected or what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I heard about it a few years ago. You know, I've applied, I applied one, and didn't make it last year. I may apply too late, and I'm not sure what was going on. But this year, they gave me that call, man, and uh, it was all go from there. Awesome. Well, I sure had. What was your favorite part of the trip? Oh man, you know, you know, me being down south, man, when it starts snowing while we're outside doing the demos, that just set the whole trip. You know, yeah. Have you have you ever seen snow like that before? Yeah, yeah. Actually, my mother's from Chicago. Oh, you know, cool. I spent a lot of childhood Christmases up that way, and you know, I've experienced snow. So my son, that was his first time. I mean, we've, we've had light snows down here. It's more like a you know a light sleet, yeah. not really a snowball. So it's like his first time actually seeing full size flakes actually falling from the sky and uh, building up on the ground and covering everything. You know. Yeah, he seemed pretty excited for that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm excited to get to learn a little bit more about your business and uh, lessons that you've learned in your business. So tell us a little bit about your company. Um, well, we can go from the beginning. Um, started in uh, 2005. It's a few months after Hurricane Katrina. You know, uh, before that, I was in the automotive industry, the body and paint repair. But you know, obviously after the hurricane, everything was destroyed. Mm-hmm. There wasn't, you know, there wasn't any jobs just to go to. And uh, it took me a little bit to figure it out. I mean, I never would have thought, you know, cutting grass would have been a career choice or something to do, but it kind of just, it kind of just fell in my lap. I had a friend that started doing it and I just watched how much pride he had in his business and growing his business. And, uh, I just kind of wanted to get a part of it. So I got a little taste of it, got some equipment, started really, really small, man. Started off with, you know, after the hurricane, people were throwing all kinds of lawn equipment away. So, uh, we'd ride around, pick up things here and there. And I realized I had a lawnmower, you know, a weed eater. I can go cut some grass too, but uh, it had to start from that and then grew over the last what, 13 years into what it is now. Now I did stop for a little while, you know, things got hard, no experience, things like that, and I uh, kind of just shut down, went, got a job for two years for another company, and kind of just built myself back up to do it again. And then one day I just decided to uh, to do it again, and, and and things have been 
tremendously different from what it was the first time. You know, and not having the experience and, and, and being more of in a desperate situation to make money other than just trying to build a business really makes a difference. Mm. So you're saying now you're really trying to build a business. It's not necessarily desperate. I got to cut this yard, get 40 bucks and survive. You, you got more of a right. foundation to you now? Absolutely. Absolutely. In a, in a, in a more of a future plan. You know? mm. So do you have employees or is it just uh, owner operator solo or what's your structure? Um, I have part-time temporary helpers. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call them employees. I have friends and you know family every now and then they may uh, need, need some work and may need some temporary work. And, and usually, you know, if, it, if it's during the time of year where I can use them, I, I put them on. You know, I have my four boys and uh, whenever they're not in school, they work as well. So um, having a helper is kind of at a minimum, you know, maybe maybe two or three days a week during the growth season. And, uh, you know, this time of year is, is pretty much, you know, it's slowing down. I can do everything alone right now. Awesome. So what kind of mower do you have? Um, currently I got the, my main mower is the Xmark, the old Xmark 36-inch uh, Metro belt drive. Nice. It's an old, old mower, but it's reliable. It cranks up every time. Also got a little 21-inch snapper with a bagger kit, mulching kit, and you know, side discharging all on it for uh, smaller yards and backup. You know? Cool. What kind of grass do they have in Louisiana? Mainly it's St. Augustine. Uh, we okay. also have Bermuda, centipedes, and uh, I believe Emperor Zoysa, and uh, a few other. I think there's, there's, there's uh, let me see, we've got some ryegrasses and things like that to grow as well. So does it go dormant? at all or does it stay active and growing all year long with your climate it, 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 it we do go dormant uh probably you know between december and january the grass will be completely brown you know in the february going to march you'll start seeing a little bit more life coming back into it once we start getting uh, a little bit longer days and some some rains coming in awesome so what do you do in december and january i I typically we do a lot. We still do a lot of mulching, and even in in December, there's still a lot of overgrowth left from the summer. So we do a lot of that cleaning up type stuff, and uh, also pick up you know maybe a little handyman stuff. Like this week, I put up a fence, spread some dirt, and uh, things like that. There's always something to, to do to stay busy. You just have to be uh, kind of not a jack of all trades, but you got to know how to do more than one thing. You know. Mm. So what would uh, you say has been the biggest mistake that you have made uh, in your business since starting in 2005? My biggest mistake would be under valuing myself mm. and uh yeah i would say that can you elaborate a little bit on what you mean by undervaluing well, yourself you know when when i first started like i said when i first started i didn't have much experience in the business or in business period and uh you know you come across a lot of people that, that will take advantage of that mm-hmm. you know you don't know what a job is worth you know there's a, there was a lot of clients that would tell me what they were willing to pay and it was up to me rather not if i would accept it and uh things like that and i missed out on a lot of money was unable to you know to actually make any profit to, to actually grow the business but um you know after after i quit and working with another small business it was a home builder they the carpentry and things like that, but it was a really small family-owned business. So I got to see a lot of the way this guy grew his business, and uh, it just kind of clicked the light bulb in my head that you know that's what I've been missing the entire time. My self-value, mm. and thinking just because I cut grass for a living, that I had to take certain things from someone. And, you know, come it doesn't matter. You, you, you know, you, you're here to build business, you're here to make your life easier, and you have to treat yourself with with that kind of dignity and respect. And you know, that way you can actually grow. Mm. That is so good, Blaine. So absolutely. So what do you do now to make sure you're profitable and that your numbers are right? I, it's, it's important to keep track. I know, you know, it's hard to do. I'm guilty of it myself, just, you know, getting to keep up with your books and things like that or putting it off until it just piles up. But uh, I think that would be the number one thing in order to make sure you're staying in the profit is keeping track of every dollar that comes in, what you're spending it on, and how long it's taking you to complete jobs. 
And uh, that way you have a profit margin, you create a profit margin, you know, you know the whole the whole deal with just making sure you're 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 making more than you're spending enough for you to continue to put money into your business. That way you can grow. Hmm. And then I'm, I'm curious, we were talking a little bit off here. I'm curious how you handle your work-life balance. I know you got four kids and you were telling me you got a uh, small group at your church you're going to go to tonight. So how do you navigate being involved with your church, being involved with your four children, and then obviously having a, a healthy marriage? And then on top of all of that, uh, there's, you know, running with that is running your business. So how do you manage all that? Well, I involve my family in everything I do, I mean, whether it's my business, whether it's me going fishing, whether it's me going to church, or whatever it is I'm doing. Someone within the household, my wife, my kids, they're all involved some kind of way. And uh, you know, I try to keep them active in the business. That way, you know, if something ever happens, at least they know where to, what, what's going on here. And that way mm-hmm. they can uh, pick up and catch my slack because, you know, they're the only ones that I can trust to do that. But um, keeping them involved in everything I do is is, is my key. You know, you also have to take time. I guess, you know, you have to find find time to do the things that you want to do. You know, if you want to take your wife out for dinner one night, you actually have to, no matter how tired you are after a long day's work, you have to make time for it. Mm. And, uh, you know, there's no there's no questions. There's no there's no excuses. If that's what you want to do, you just have to do it. And it's just, I'm not saying it's easy. Uh, once you get into the routine of it, it's just, it's just life, I guess. But, uh, you know, you have to find time for your family and for the people you love and the people you care about. I don't mind. Amen. That comes, let me, that, that comes back to finding that self-value in yourself. And, you know, when you, when you tell a client, hey, I can't work today or I have to leave at a certain time, and you, no matter how much they make you feel bad for doing that, you have to remember what you're, you're self-employed. And for my reason, it's for the freedom, for one, and to be able to, you know, because I remember times working a nine-to-five, I couldn't get off of work mm-hmm. to go see my son in the hospital, things like mm-hmm. that. And those kind of things are important to me. and always have been important. And so, you know, when I part of me deciding to start my own business and doing that, me being able to give my time to my family was, number one, you know, force that pushed me in that direction to start my own business. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Well, I'm curious. I know we met because of social media. That's you know, how we kind of got into the Echo UAG and I'm sitting up there in the room and I look across the room and I see you and uh, you just, you and your son have so much joy about you. It was, it was cool to get to meet you. So how has social media influenced your business and uh, life? Social media has done so much for my business. When I started my business back in 2005, I mean, Facebook and my, I think it was MySpace back then. Oh yeah. <laughs> people would advertise on MySpace, but it, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't where it is today, but there was something about this whole new social media world that was being created that caught my attention. Uh, I mean, I started finding these, uh, these forums. I don't know if any of you guys have been in the game long enough to remember what Gopher Hall was. I was one of the first, you know, social media sites that I used to be in, in the game industry. And some people didn't see, I saw, I kind of saw where this was going in the future. So I kind of stuck with it. And then once uh, Facebook started allowing small businesses to advertise and things like that, I kind of just jumped on it and just started learning on my own. I mean, I haven't started running ads and creating ads and things like that. And it's being creative and it, it caught on. It caught on really good. Wow. So you've used social media to bring awareness to your business there in your local area. Through, uh, through small, you know, like the buy-sell groups. Uh, small homeowners association groups and things like that, and uh, just just being just being busy within the community on social media and outside of social media. You know, when you're in the grocery store, you have to carry this this professionalism and this this same person has to be in real life as well because this is your community. Hmm. And even though you're on social media, these people do run into you and they do see you and they do notice you in public. We all shop at the same grocery stores. I mean, 
it's not a big, big town. We have a couple of grocery stores, but we all generally shop in the same area. We see each other every day. And uh, I think that your image that you put on on social media has to carry on in real life as well. So I think that played a big part as well, too. A lot of people get to meet me and they, and they see me in the grocery store, you know, and they say hi and stuff like that you know? mm, absolutely that's really good what would you tell your 20 year old self if you could go back and, and talk to 20 year old blaine what would you tell him knock out all the craziness and uh get started on your business now you know i used to i used to be in high school and i seen kids who uh who cut grass you know on the weekends and things like that and they always had like brand new cars and four uh, four wheelers and you know different toys like that but i always thought that i was too good to go out and cut grass you know Cause i grew up in the, in the auto industry we grew up painting cars you know i think that's big money and that's the good stuff right there but you know it's it's a totally different world man but uh i would tell myself to get started on it now stop procrastinating stop mm-hmm. dreaming and just go out and start doing it no matter what you have you know there's no perfect time just do it you know? hmm. awesome and then i want i'm curious as we go into 2019 what excites you about the future for, for the 2019 yeah I'm, I'm 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 pretty excited about what what's gonna transpire with the business i've kind of kept it small you know most of the entire career that i've done is kept it kind of solo and small but i think i want to get i'm getting you know i'm 38 years old now man and it, it, the summertime is rough mm-hmm. it's rough and uh, i want to be able to free up more time so I can go out and, and spend more time with clients, selling more jobs and things like that. So I think I'm going to put, you know, my oldest son's old enough to put in a position where he can, you know, take take charge and take lead of things. I want to get a helper for him. That way I can free up some time to actually try to grow more, you know. Hmm. Well, that's exciting. Well, it's nice getting to know you more, Blaine. And uh, if somebody wants to connect with you on Instagram, where can they find you on Instagram? I believe it's uh I believe you gotta search Dennis and Blaine uh on Instagram or Quick and Clean Lawn Care. I'm not sure which one you gotta search. Um but it's either one of those. And you know you can find me on Facebook and YouTube under those same names. Awesome. Well you guys check out uh Dennis and Blaine. What's your first name? Blaine? Blaine, yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah, for some yeah, for some reason it's backwards on there. I don't know why, man. Uh, you threw me for a loop there. I've been calling you Blaine. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think when I created when I yeah, when I created the Instagram, that was a suggested name, but I've never changed it. Okay. There you go. Well, I, I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to call me and uh, being on the show, and uh, I'll share it with you when it's uh, live on the, uh, iTunes and everything. Awesome, man. Cool. Well, good job. We'll be in touch. Thank you. All right. See ya. Sure thing. That's good talking. Bye. Bye. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money.